Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Mary and Tom Show. I'm Tom. I'm Mary. This is our show. Uh, the big news is we just got a couple of packages in the mail, which are very exciting. Uh, one, I had our proof copies for Horse and Musket and Battles on the Ice, which are probably the two games we're releasing this month. Uh, Horse and Musket for sure, and probably Battles on the Ice uh, later in the month, right before we go to Constant World Expo in Tempe. Uh, the other package we got were was the... Um, Dynasty cards. Yes. So once we go through those cards, which we're probably going to do later today, I would think, we'll then order the entire set of cards uh, that we need, because we get a cheaper price buying it in bulk. Which, of course, is, is true across the board. Now, generally, because we do print-on-demand, we don't do a whole lot of bulk buying of things. We don't know how much he's going to sell. But for stuff like uh, cards for games and stuff like uh, wooden the wooden bits, it just makes more sense to buy more in bulk. And Dynasty also has quite a few wooden bits in it, uh, much more so than Infamous Traffic did. So we had actually made a couple orders with our supplier in Germany, I know when we were looking at getting the cubes and that for traffic, we were looking at different suppliers, and and we ended up going with the German supplier because uh, they're just much cheaper than uh, domestic suppliers. Yeah, like, even with all that shipping. Yep. And customs and the whole thing. Yeah, because a lot cheaper. Yeah, because like we we're looking at like five cents per cube, domestic for a That's domestic cheap. company. Yeah, the cheapest we could find, and then the the German supplier was even adding all the shipping in that. It's not even a, a cent a cube, so I mean it, it's significantly cheaper, um, provided that you buy in bulk, which we did and which we're doing for for Dynasty. But my last few days have basically been uh, horse and musket. What we do when we get a proof copy and why we get a proof copy is to catch any you know last minute errata, any things we missed the first hundred times we went through it. So we get our proof copy, we set up the game, we play the game start to finish. And that's usually not a big deal. You know, if I have a proof copy of the Runewald Swords, right, I'm going to play that start to finish, it takes me two hours. If I get a proof copy of House of Normandy, you know, there are four battles in that, but they're each like 30 minutes to an hour at each, so it doesn't take that long to play through them all. Horse and Musket has 20 scenarios, so it's quite a bit more to work through. And, I mean, it's fun work. I'm not I'm not going to... Yeah, you said it was fun. Yeah. He, he actually said he was really enjoying it. Yeah, well I, well, I am. But it's still work, though, because I'm still spending most of my day at a table just playing through one scenario after another after another. I've gotten through 15 of them. I have five more to go. I'm in the home stretch, but it's been three days of just playing the game non-stop. And it's a fun game, so that's that's not a problem. I remember reading an interview that Alan Moon did with Kevin Zucker in the General Magazine that was uh, Avalon Hill's like house organ, uh, where uh, Moon asks Zucker, you know, what kind of games he plays for fun. And Zucker's like, I don't, games aren't fun anymore. I just work on games, and once you start working on games, they're no longer fun. And, uh, I don't really agree with that necessarily, but uh, or at I, least you haven't reached that stage yet. I have exactly, exactly. So far, it's still fun. If I get to the point where it's no longer fun, you know, I, I think we'll have a problem. But right now, you know, I enjoy enjoy what we're doing, and I'm enjoying 
uh, Horse and Busket. Um, so we're really excited about the game. We've been posting about it on our Facebook page. Uh, different snippets about different scenarios, different concepts in the game to kind of give people an idea of what all's in here. And there's a lot in here. It is our biggest game. So that's pretty much been the last few days. Other than uh, on Sunday, we went to my grandfather's 96th, 96th birthday. birthday. And he's still pretty active oh, yeah. for 96. He's, 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 he's very, uh, there's a lot of energy and, and uh, he's very feisty. On Saturday, we went to our local game store for International Tabletop Day. Uh, we didn't really play any games. We're not we're not antisocial people, but we're we're kind of shy people, I guess. Mm-hmm. So we really kind of went mostly because there were games that were going to be on sale, and also because there's supposed to be a free barbecue. Uh, but during the period we were there, there there was no barbecue on offer, so. They never have food. <laughs> they offer the food, and every time we go, we're there for two hours waiting for food, and then we wind up leaving. Well, because we get hungry. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm sure that they, they have food. Just you probably just after we leave. Probably. Is when they fire up the barbecue. Probably. Um, but we, we picked up uh some polyhedral dice and uh a Dominion uh upgrade kit. We didn't get any war games there. You wouldn't let me get the Dexter thing. So there's there's an expansion to Ticket to Ride called Alvin and Dexter, which has a a, a UFO and a dinosaur. Uh, there's a Alvin the alien and Dexter the dinosaur, I believe. And Mary would like to get that expansion. Now we don't own Ticket to Ride, but the dinosaur is is cute. I guess is a dinosaur is cute. So Mary wants the expansion. We have not gotten it yet. I'm sure we will at one point. Maybe we'll pick up Ticket to Ride to play with it. I don't know. I mean, we haven't really been interested. I know you just want Dexter. We haven't really been interested in Ticket to Ride. It seems to be the the game a lot of our Eurogame friends are like, oh, this is so great. And it's like, it doesn't look all that great to us. Now, the one Alan Moon game we we have played is the the airplane one with the stocks. That was that was that was okay. That was interesting. Yeah. It was a stock-holding game. I love stock-holding games. It's okay. But we never really had any interest in, in Ticket to Ride. But I'm sure one day we will get an expansion for it. Didn't you want that game? We couldn't find it? Was it out of print at that time? The airplane game, yeah. Yeah, I'm talking about the airplane game. Yeah, I was like, oh, that sounds really cool. And I'm like, oh, it's not in print. Yeah. Like, we just played it. It came out like two weeks ago. How was it not in print? What What happened? Um, no, I think it was longer than that. It was longer than that, yeah. but if, if, it felt like that. Yep. So what we did end up picking up was an upgrade kit for Dominion, because I guess they have a second edition of Dominion with new cards. Yeah. Now, we used to play Dominion a lot. like. Yeah, we were playing it a lot, yeah. Like, all the time. Um, that was the only one we were playing there for a while. Yeah. And I remember, I wasn't really interested in Dominion at first. I was like, this deck building thing, I don't understand this. Like, why, why is this a game? Why is this fun? I don't get it. And then we were at a convention. Was it Origins or Gen Con? I don't remember. Um, it might have been Gen Con. Yeah, probably Gen Con. Okay. And the game was on sale, like, for a good price. So we, we Mary said, oh, I God, want this. Oh, yes. Yeah. And so we picked it up and brought it yeah. home. And it is actually a lot of fun. Which a lot of people probably already know that yeah. if you're into deck building or Euro games at all. They had uh, a stack of them. 
Mm-hmm. I said, I want this. And you're like, eh. It's like, eh, but I love you. I will buy this for you. And and I did. And uh, really, it's a good game. I really enjoy it. I'm someone who likes to trash cards more. I think Mary started hiding the chapel card on me. So I'd use other cards to no, trash things with. I didn't hide it. I told you if you use it, you were in trouble. That's what it was. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, uh, we were really into Dominion. But we really came into modern gaming from more of a Euro game perspective. And most of the games that we were playing, most games that we own, uh, are Euro games. So I'd say now probably we're about we're almost about half and half Euro and war games. Now that we're publishing war games. Yeah. Yeah. You know. But uh, we started off playing cribbage and Scrabble a lot. Mm-hmm. So uh, we were doing that every day. Yeah. So I mean, games have always been a big so part. I think we've gotten to the point after four or five years of doing that all the time. I don't know if it was that long, but uh, we, were, we were ready for something else. Yeah, and then we, we found the, the Euro games and eventually found our way to the war games. And one thing we, we want to do, especially now that I'm not working you know, 30 miles from the house every day, is we want to get more games on the table and um, play for fun. Not just play testing something, not just evaluating something, not just you know going through a proof copy to make sure everything is just so. We just played Evolution last week. The climate one. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if that adds that much to it. No. I think we prefer the vanilla version of Evolution to the, the climate one, at least from that one play. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, we get another play out of it or with some other people. Might yeah. be better. It goes for any game. And there are other games that we've been meaning to get on the table for a long time and just, just haven't. I know we got uh, Second Shahara. We bought that one. I think mostly you were, you were more interested in it than I was. Mm-hmm. We haven't gotten on the table yet. I ran through it solo, but it doesn't really solo well, it being a, a block game and a card-driven game. Mm-hmm. So I'd like to get that on the table with you. I do like the block games quite a bit. Yeah. We've had a couple people ask us about doing a, a block game, you know, publishing a block game that they designed, and we haven't uh, done that yet um, just because we're used to working with the counters and we would need to, you know, go to an outside supplier for the cubes and the stickers and all that, that stuff. So we haven't really got into it yet. But since it's something that it's a type of game that we both enjoy, I, I would imagine that would get to it eventually. Yeah, someday. The only other thing that we really should mention, uh, in case anyone didn't see it, we uh, have licensed the rights to Tim Taylor's game at all costs. If you're familiar with Mr. Taylor's game, To the Last Man, it's a card-driven game about World War I in the Western Front. This is card-driven game, same system, World War I, uh, the Eastern Front. And we're really excited to be bringing this out because a lot of people have been waiting for this game for a few years. And we're just really glad to be able to make it happen. Anything else? No. Okay. Bye. Bye. Oh, you know what you should do? You should you should, you should, say, you should say, say goodbye, Tom. And then, and I'll... <laughs> Say goodbye, Tom. Goodbye, Tom.